What's going on, everybody? Welcome back to the Papa Jug Podcast. It's been a month. It has been a long, long time. It has been the, since the end of October that we were last here, and now we are here again. We have a whole bunch to talk about, uh, especially because there have been a lot of changes on the channel itself. Uh, there has been a whole lot of new people. Hi. It turns out two of the last three videos that I did have kind of popped off a little bit. Um, hold on, I'm getting... <laughs> I swear Google is so broken. YouTube is sending me security alerts right now. This is so stupid. Hey, Jesse, what's going on? Um, yeah, so uh, uh, YouTube thinks that I'm not me. YouTube is sending me security warnings. But anyways, we do have a lot to talk about tonight. As I said, it has been a month since we were last here. We've got a couple of events to talk about. We've got the end of things to talk about. We have games to talk about. Uh, and then, like I said, I, I do want to start off tonight with a special thank you. Uh, like I said, two of the last three videos that I've uploaded, uh, have really gone popular. Um, one of them went really, really crazy, uh, during Thanksgiving, um, about halfway through my Thanksgiving meal, my phone started exploding, but I was with family. So I left it alone, didn't touch it. Um, but as soon as I got home, whoo, there, there were some comments, there were some likes, there were some subscribers, there were some shares there. There were, there were discussions happening on the YouTube channel and I love to see that kind of stuff. So I really, really appreciate it, uh, especially for all of you who have subbed. Um, some of you know that I am trying to become a YouTube partner. You have to have 500 subs in order to make that happen. And we blew past our halfway point. We are now sitting at 260, I believe it is. Uh, and um, yeah, I think prior to Thanksgiving, we were sitting at 244? So whatever, whatever, lots and lots of stuff. Um, so it was, it, it was pretty popular. Um, and I got to do that live impromptu, completely unplanned quick Twitch stream that turned into the react video, uh, here on YouTube. So thank you very much for everybody who liked it, commented on it, uh, shared it. Um, if, if you subbed from it, I appreciate that. If you sub before, I still appreciate that too. Thank you very much. But yeah, it was pretty incredible. And then starting on Friday morning at midnight Eastern time, uh, we launched our five new pieces of PJ Party merch, five new pieces of merch. Uh, and in, in addition to that, there was also a discount code that is now out into the world. That discount code, you can find it on the website as well, but it's also in the PJ Party Discord um, but five brand new pieces of merch, all the other merch that was already in the store is still there. Nothing got removed or replaced. So we've got hoodies, we've got beanies. Um, those are the four of the new things. And then the fifth one is the one that everybody has been asking for. So many people have wanted this for so long and now you guys are actually ordering it. So thank you very much for that. It is the very first PJ party blanket. You can now take your PJ party nap while I stream and you will be warm and cozy ready for the winter uh, because there is a PJ party blanket ready to go. Now, I did a lot of work on these products because um, so many of you are not in the United States. So I tried to find products that were made and or shippable uh, from Canada, the EU, Australia, um, tried to find different places that would be convenient for everybody. So hopefully you find a product that uh, isn't going to cost you a fortune. And again, there is a discount code BFPJ10. If you use that, 10% off your entire order. Doesn't matter what's in it. Doesn't matter new or old. 10% off your order. You can go do that now. And you got some really cool merch, including a blanket. So very excited about all that stuff. Tonight, what we are talking about, as I said, there is a lot to cover. 
Uh, the big chat so far is going to so far the, so it could change in the next twelve minutes. I don't know. Uh, the big chat is going to be the game awards. We have our nominees. They have been announced, so I want to get caught up on that one and give you my complaints. I mean, my uh, analysis. Uh, we got to talk about BlizzCon, which is kind of a big disappointment to me. Grand Theft Auto Six. Are there secrets being leaked? No. Uh, we're going to talk about Phase Clan, and then we're going to talk about Call of Duty Three. Call. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. It is not Call of Duty 3. God of, Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. We're going to talk about that one as well. Um, also, if you want to do exclamation water, uh, do exclamation water and you will get information. Please, please, please continue to help me try to get Liquid Death's attention. We're trying to show their marketing department that we are worthy of their time. So exclamation water. I think it works on YouTube. Uh, we discovered that not everything works on YouTube the way it does on Twitch. So there's that. Um, but we're, we're moving right along in that stuff. So let's get started with tonight. First thing is BlizzCon. Uh, BlizzCon did happen. Now, the interesting thing about BlizzCon was I was excited about BlizzCon because this was now post Microsoft acquisition. This was the first BlizzCon that is part of Microsoft. So this could have gone two ways. At least I thought it could have gone two ways. BlizzCon could either have been absolutely boring just be like, okay, we have nothing to talk about. We've been plagued by scandals. We've been trying to get the Microsoft acquisition through. We really don't have much for you. Or BlizzCon could have been awesome. Microsoft could have stepped in and said, look, we've been working with you guys for a while behind the scenes. So we're going to have a great BlizzCon with some cool announcements now that Microsoft is in charge. Uh, guess what? They went with the first one. Uh, they went with basically a waste of a convention. I don't know about you guys, but I was not entertained. The news was just sort of like, meh. you know, it's like, okay, you know, you go through the list of everything that was announced. It wasn't that exciting. It was kind of like a, meh, whatever. All right. Yeah. BlizzCon. Uh, Phil Spencer did show up though. If you didn't catch that, Phil Spencer did make an appearance and, and gave a little cheerleading, you know, Blizzard has been an amazing innovator in the gaming, blah, 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 blah. He, he said some shit. Uh, what, hold on. I, I, I have a quote. Because he he yacked on and on. It wasn't huge, but it wasn't bad either. Uh, hold up. We're going to get to some of the announcements, but I want to read what um, what Phil Spencer said. Because I... There it is. Throughout Blizzard's history, they've pioneered and refined so much across the gaming industry. And many of you today have been a part of that journey. Think of Diablo. It propelled the action RPG genre forward. StarCraft spawned the foundation for what esports would eventually become, and StarCraft II was a major catalyst for the evolution of games as live entertainment. World of Warcraft changed not only how people developed and supported games, but really, it introduced a much wider audience to the concept of online communities. And Overwatch not only reimagined gameplay, but also the representation possible in class-based shooters. Thank you for the blizzard history, Mr. Spencer. What are you doing now? Nothing. <laughs> it was so, so just, you know, blech. oh, see, faulty. It, just, it didn't do shit. Damn it. All right. I, I got to. So one of the reasons, I, I apologize. If you guys are listening to this as an audio podcast later on down the road in chat, uh, somebody did what I asked, which was exclamation water. Um, it, it turns, it didn't work. And there's a possible reason for that. The possible reason for that is because just prior to going live, uh, because it had been a month since we had done the podcast, um, 
I was logged out of everything. So I had to reconnect all the st- I, I I genuinely don't know what is connected anymore and what is not. Um, so thanks for trying, Faulty. Appreciate it. Uh, by the way, Faulty gets mentioned in one of those uh, in one of those YouTube videos that I talk about. So, anyways, we're trying to get Liquid Dust attention. If you go to my X feed, aka Twitter, if you go to my X feed, the pinned post is the thing that I would love it if you could repost it or comment on it or like it. You know, let's do something to try to get Liquid Dust attention. We just got to tag them and be like, "Yes, get this guy an endorsement," because that's going to be a lot of fun. So, uh, okay. So anyway, so BlizzCon. Let's. That's what Phil Spencer said, which was pointless. Who cares? Yes, we know Blizzard was cool. What has what has Microsoft done for me lately? Nothing. So talk about some of the announcements. Uh, let's go down the line. We're going to try and do these in order. First, Diablo. They did talk about Diablo. There are expansions coming. The very first Diablo 4 expansion is going to be called Vessel of Hatred. Something positive and sunshiny. Uh, Vessel of Hatred will be the very first Diablo 4 expansion. It's going to be brand new, never before seen class. Um, they didn't give a whole lot of details. Bottom line, they're just like, look, you get a new class and it's called Vessel of Hatred. And then they moved on. Not really a big deal. Uh, it will take place in the Diablo 2 region, Nahantu, and will concern the fate of Mephisto and his plans for sanctuary. Okay. Then three expansions got announced for World of Warcraft. The world, I, I'm sorry, guys. I tried every time I try to read this, every time I try to say it, it's like a tongue twister to my brain and I don't get it. The World Soul Saga. I have to enunciate that as though I'm learning a foreign language. The World Soul Saga. It's those those vowels and consonants shouldn't they don't go well together. Uh but anyways, uh they announced the World Soul Saga, a larger narrative that will contain the next three expansions for the World of Warcraft. Uh the first of these expansions will be called The War Within, and it will be released next year. So we don't know when next year, just sometime next year. Um, blah, 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 the world within, blah, blah, blah. That's not what we're caring about. Oh, the second expansion in the World Soul Saga will be called Midnight. It will take place in Azeroth. Jesus Christ. Okay, apparently I just can't speak. It will take place in Azeroth's old world in Quel'Thalas, where void forces have invaded and are trying to destroy the Sunwell and pledge the... Pledge? They're trying to pledge. They're doing a a fundraiser. Plunge the world into darkness. The third expansion in the World Soul Saga... (laughs) I thought, do I read these things? Will be World of Warcraft's 12th expansion is called The Last Titan. It will take place in the old world, but in Northrend. So not not where you might have thought. It's in Northrend, uh, which was the staging ground for Wrath of the... Oh, boy. Wrath of the Lick King. Okay. Oh, buddy. Okay, we're going to get through this, I swear. Okay. Uh, classic wow is going to be adding the cataclysm expansion. Uh, we did get some details on this, but yeah, they're going to revisit the adventure. That was a revamp to Azeroth and it transformed the entire regions, uh, made the old quest lines and storylines unplayable. That is now fixed. According to the, uh, their announcement, uh, cataclysm was where the giant dragon Deathwing flew in the sky and rained fire down upon players. The worgen and goblins were added as playable races and archeology span was introduced. So that's getting fixed. Cool. Nice expansion. That'll be good. Uh, It was also announced that Classic's Season of Discovery will begin on November 30th. So if you are uh, watching the VOD uh, between now and the Monday that it gets released as an audio clip, 
Uh, you've got a couple of days. If you are listening to this, the day that it gets released as an audio clip, I think that's going to give you one, three days. It'll give you three days to get ready. But that'll come out on the 30th. Uh, it is described as, quote, vanilla World of Warcraft with a twist, unquote. It will let players create new characters and bring them up to a level cap of 25 while discovering class-altering abilities. Uh, this will also let players uh, become tanking warlocks, mage healers, and more. So, a couple of announcements about World of Warcraft. Nothing unexpected. Everybody was kind of like, yeah, we always expect World of Warcraft news. Uh, Overwatch 2's next hero is MAGA, the game's first Samoan hero, which... If you saw this actually when BlizzCon was happening, if you're not, if you got it before tonight's recap, um, if you thought the same thing that I did, which was, wow, Disney's going to sue them because this dude is a clone of Maui. He looks just like Maui. Um, somebody needs to get sued. So, yeah. But, anyways, uh, but it is the game's first Samoan hero. Uh, after an early leak, again, not a surprise. Uh, Blizzard officially revealed MAGA, the game's first Samoan hero who also happens to be a heavy assault character. Wow, not stereotyping at all. He wields a number of heavy artillery uh, weapons like the incendiary chain gun and the volatile chain gun. If that wasn't great enough, he has nicknamed them Gunny and Cha-Cha, respectively. Well, that's an important detail worthy of a con. Uh, his charge move is called Overrun, and it's basically an unstoppable skill that sees him rushing and charging through the battlefield, destroying everything in his path. Why they didn't listen to greater voices of wisdom and name it Juggernaut, I can't understand. Uh, Hearthstone, we got an announcement about Hearthstone. The next expansion is Showdown in the Badlands. Again, A, not a huge surprise. B, nobody cares. Um takes place in Azeroth as I really can't talk. Hold on. There I'm going to there's a thing in this drink. Ah, it takes place in Azeroth's Wild West. This new expansion with a western spin uh, will also serve as an origin story for Hearthstone's Reno Jackson and Elise Starseeker. These two must work together to save the Badlands from a nefarious mining operation. Good we're we're uh, we're, we're pro environmentalists, so I guess that's what they're doing. Hearthstone Showdown of the Badlands will be released uh, two weeks ago, eh, a week and a half ago, and will feature the game's neutral hero card. So if you've played that and you enjoyed it, let us know. Uh, but again, nothing about this was earth shattering, so life will go on. Uh, and then Warcraft Rumble gets a cinematic. Um, there was also a gameplay trailer. So those were nice. You know, we like seeing those. We like seeing real things. We like seeing footage. We like seeing details. Um, it, it, in terms of like value to audience, it reminds me uh, a little bit of what star citizen just achieved with their, I held the line video, uh, their big trailer for squadron 42. It's like a 26 minute long trailer, but whatever, it's cool. Uh, but anyways, Warcraft rumble gets a launch cinematic and a launch gameplay trailer. So those are good things. Uh, and then those are already out. Um, and that was it. So that was BlizzCon. Nothing exciting, really. Really just kind of like a meh. Like I said, not, not a huge thing. So let's just move on in life. Um, I am looking forward. I will say, before we start talking about FaZe Clan, um, just to give you guys a, a final... This is like the tombstone of FaZe Clan, okay? We're probably never going to talk about them again. Um, 
but I do expect a big, really, really exciting BlizzCon in 2024. I expect Microsoft to get their hands dirty. I expect Microsoft to be pushing active and plus, um, uh, what's his name? Bobby's going to be gone. Um, um, uh, Kodak, uh, yeah, he's going to be gone. So, uh, he will be out at the end of 2023. So we're going to have new leadership for 2024. Microsoft is going to be involved. So I'm expecting a bigger and cooler BlizzCon for next year. This year, yeah. FaZe Clan. Why are we talking about FaZe Clan? We're talking about FaZe Clan because they're dead. Not the people. I'm not, I'm not wishing anybody, you know, the humans that are involved. Um, I'm not wishing them death. Uh, but FaZe Clan is dead. FaZe Clan was acquired uh, if you guys don't know this, Face Clan was acquired by GameSquare. And for those of you who who like, if you used to pay attention to Phase Clan, they were the top of the game. They were the top of gaming. Um, their players were highly skilled. They had huge tournaments. Like they were always in the media. They were they were really doing top level stuff in the world of gaming and esports. At one point, after they went public, because if, if if you didn't know that, they actually had stock. You could buy stock on the NASDAQ for phase cl- for a gaming team. Whatever. Whatever. They were a huge corporation, basically. They went from being um, angry bro gamers to a corporation. At one point, they were valued at, the team was valued at $1.2 billion dollars. They got sold for a little less than 20 mil. That's sad. It's harsh. Um, yeah. Okay. So $17 million acquisition. They basically lost 98.5% of their value. It was scandals. It was, it, it was sexism. It was bad leadership. It was bank accounts versus, you know, culture. It was so bad. And honestly, I've never been a fan of FaZe Clan. I think that um, they were toxic. I think that they were misled. I think they were mismanaged. I think they were, uh, I think their players were just, you know, boys with too many toys and too much money. Um, It was a pretty bad place. I, I don't feel bad that FaZe Clan is now basically nothing, but I wanted to read you the statement from the CEO of GameSquare. Uh, he said, uh, this is CEO, Justin Kenna. Um, so there, there's a game square CEO, just so you know how the acquisition worked. Game square bought phase clan, but phase clan is its own division of game square. So it's got a CEO, like it's got its own management, but that reports over to game square. Okay. So the game square CEO, um, Justin Kenna, he put out this. The gaming community represents one of the largest and most engaged segments of the attention economy. Odd phrase. It doesn't get used a lot, but I'm sure he loves it. The attention economy. Uh, The acquisition of one of the biggest names in gaming serves as a perfect illustration of how we have built a powerful infrastructure with expansive scale that we can use to leverage the full spectrum of resources within the GameSquare ecosystem. We are also thrilled to welcome back the founders of FaZe Clan and their fans, one of the most deeply engaged communities born on the internet. I'm confident that with Tommy, Apex, and me back in charge of the brand, FaZe... Oh, by the way, this, uh, this comes from... Who was this? Oh, this was uh, this is uh, uh, the new CEO, Richard Bankston, uh, aka FaZe Banks. You guys might know him. 
Uh, but anyways, I'm confident that with Tommy Apex and me back in charge of the brand, Face Clan will get back to where it was at its peak years. Uh, we grew up on the internet and understand this brand better than anyone ever could. We are grateful to have found a partner in GameSquare who sees that value in us and can help execute our vision. We're going to produce first, produce first, talk later. Okay, let's talk about that statement before we go any further. The CEO of GameSquare was clearly, or if he wasn't, he, he failed at whoever the hell he was writing for. He was writing that for investors. Because nothing about that was really about FaZe Clan. It's, there's a lot of we talking about GameSquare. Um, where did it go? Uh, we have built a powerful infrastructure with expansive scale that we can use to leverage the full spectrum of resources within the GameSquare ecosystem. Dude, um, when you acquire a company like you just did, you need to be talking about them. Not you. You need to be talking about what this represents for that brand, for the combined brand. You don't just say GameSquare is cool and we bought people. Like that, that is not how this works. You are missing the PR here. Now, when Banks comes in, so when FaZe Banks does his part of the statement, that's more of the way it should be. That's more of the, you know, I'm here to represent FaZe which was smart. Um, the interim CEO of FaZe Clan, Christoph, Christoph Pockler, joining forces with GameSquare creates greater scale and exciting opportunities in the emerging market for gaming and youth culture. The strength of the FaZe brand and GameSquare's infrastructure are a powerful combination that will enable FaZe shareholders... Stop it! Talk to your audience, not to the shareholders that will enable FaZe shareholders to benefit from the combined company's long-term value creation potential. Okay, this was written for investors. This is not... They needed to talk to the fans that they have alienated. They need to talk to the people who are actually going to buy their merch. They need to talk to the people who are going to attend the esports tournaments, not bankroll them. Like, whatever. This is why. See? This is right. Exactly. His audience is the investors, but this statement needed to focus on the viewer, the, the people, the fans, you've got to talk to fans. This is the most boring, stupid. And by the way, there's no investor reading this going, Oh, I wasn't sure before, but now I'm convinced like this isn't going to change any investors minds. If I'm running a hedge fund, this isn't like, you know, I was iffy on phase clan, but now that I've heard uh quote, uh, we have built a powerful infrastructure with expansive scale that we can use to leverage the full spectrum of resources. But now I want to give you a half a billion dollars. Mm -hmm. Like this didn't even do it. This doesn't announce anything. This is so lame. It's it's anyways, bottom line phase clan is dead. Unless game square suddenly figures out some really cool magic and they can turn this brand around and make it worth $1 billion again. Nobody's really going to care about FaZe Clan. A lot of the original members are gone anyway because they got disenfranchised so long ago from all the corporate crap. Not that anybody really should miss them, but that's just my personal opinion because I'm old. Uh, but, I mean, it's just... It, whatever. It, it is what it is. FaZe Clan is worth less than 10% of what it was at its peak. 
I don't see much of a future for them because there are other orgs, there are other teams, there are other companies that are stepping in and doing interesting things. Uh, I, I'm not sure how much a phase clan is really going to matter very far in the future. I think GameSquare can do interesting things with them, but I don't think it's going to be anything worth a billion dollars anymore. But that's just me. So let's move on to our other important topics. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3. Call of Duty Modern Warfare 3 is, um, boy, this was interesting. Um, I was excited about this coming out. A lot of people were excited. Um, just, you know, it's another, it's another new iteration of the game. Great. Um, but it's a, it's a great, okay. It should be a great IP. It should be a great series over the last few years though. Kind of not like everybody's just sort of like, um, cool game. Like, like, you know, I like my FPS GGs, you know, they're, they're, they're just kind of moving along. It's the next Call of Duty. But a lot of people were looking forward to Modern Warfare 3 because it was supposed to bring some new stuff and it was supposed to do some cool story stuff, all of that. The reviews came in and it was basically not great. Now, there were a couple of problems with the review system. First, a lot of people were reviewing the original title on the same site as they were reviewing Modern Warfare 3 from this year. Like literally the one from like 2011 or whatever year that came out. Same So the, the scores were getting combined and it was really stupid. That was on one site. But most of the critics and most of the fans kind of came out with this going like, yeah, six out of 10. Like not, not amazing, not great, um, but not terrible. You know, there was some cool stuff in it. The big problem, and I, and I found a great recap of this, but the big problem was the campaign. A lot of people felt that the campaigns in this were just last minute, half thought, half assed, not really doing good stuff. The, the multiplayer is always what it is. You know, I mean, that's where you get in and, and toxic reigns, whatever. But when you, the, the campaigns were a little, here, let me, I'm, I'm going to read you some of these reviews. I, I, there's a collection of them. Um, Let's see. Uh, here we go. So uh, this is from IGN in Spain. The campaign feels like a spinoff of something much bigger and the zombies don't quite fit in the open world. The multiplayer acts as a redemption for a product that should have stayed in DLC. Ouch. The last sentence was the part that, that ooh, that's painful. Destructoid said almost half the game feels shoehorned in such as the forgettable campaign. But if players engage with the truly special parts of modern warfare three, such as its exceptional improvements, told you there were good things, uh, to gameplay and the spectacular alternative modes like zombies and ground war, they'll find that there is a worthy experience in there somewhere. Go look for it. Pocket lint. Uh, said Modern Warfare 3 is a major disappointment in many ways, although its core gameplay is still rock solid. Its campaign is a mess. The multiplayer feels as iterative as ever. So a fun and new zombies mode is all that really holds it together. Ouch. Checkpoint Gaming says, quote, Modern Warfare 3 shines in multiplayer, but offends. Oh, literally, let me, let me say that again. 
Modern Warfare 3 shines in multiplayer, but offends with its campaign, zombies, and blatant money-hungry tactics, leaving fans still yearning for the franchise's former glory. Ooh. So, yeah, um, it, it didn't save. It didn't save the franchise. It didn't reboot the franchise. It didn't help the franchise. Everybody just kind of looked at Modern Warfare 3 and they were like, should have been $9.99. You know, this was, this is not a full game. This was a, you could have just upgraded multiplayer. And that's pretty, it's sad to watch. I, I played the original Call of Duty. I played I go back with that title for a while, for a long time. Um, I miss those days. It was cool when it launched. It was the storyline and the building. Like it was, it was great. Um, but it's just, it's just fallen so far lately. And I, like I said, I was optimistic when I saw the trailer for modern warfare three, I was like, Ooh, I think I'm gonna spend my 80 bucks on that. I decided not to. And I'm really glad I decided not to. Hmm. I just, I, I wished for better. That's all I'm saying. I don't know what you guys think, but I, I wished for better. It could have been better. They needed to spend more time on it. I think they need new writers, new storyline. They need something that's going to stitch this thing into the next level of gaming because right now it's just, I mean, I hate to say this, but I think they're kind of approaching Red Dead territory. It's It's basically a new challenge for the month. Like, yeah, do this. And it's like, no, I don't want to. Anyways. Speaking of titles coming out, uh, Grand Theft Auto 6. Anybody care? Yes, lots of people do. Uh, We are years, 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 years waiting for Grand Theft Auto 6, the next big title coming out of Rockstar. Speaking of Red Dead. um, There was a, you know, Rockstar said that there was going to be a trailer dropping in early December. All right. If you guys remember, that was their announcement. Um, that was the big reveal was early December. Now, of course the gaming community didn't settle for early December because what does that mean? That could mean anything from December 1st to 15th. So there's this fun theory that's been roaming around the internet. People were like, well, let's look at the translations. All, all of their public statements get translated into multiple languages and different languages have different ways of handling time. So the thing was, let's go look at other languages and see if we can find any hints about what it might be, when it might be, how specific can we get, etc., etc. Somebody did an Italian, or read the Italian translation, and they explained that culturally, if you were to say early December, for an Italian person, that would mean super early December. Like if you say early, that's going to mean no later than the 3rd maybe the fifth. Now, like when you say early, that means early, early. It doesn't mean first half. It doesn't mean the early part. It means early. So people are coming up with these really interesting theories of, could it be like December 3rd through something like that? But then I don't know why it took the Italian translation for people to make this connection, because this was the first thing I thought of as soon as we knew about it. Um, Game Awards is on the 7th. That's early. That's first week. First week of December, early December. It makes sense. Game Awards is December 7th. They could just drop the trailer at Game Awards. It would, I mean, logical, 
has happened before. Great time to announce things. The gaming community is paying attention. People are looking for news. People are looking for announcements. Could just be Game Awards. Game Awards 2023, and we get the actual first trailer for Grand Theft Auto 6. I don't see why that's so crazy. So what I do love, though, is, and I'm sure you guys have all noticed this, whenever you have whenever you have something that we're waiting for, like we haven't received the, the, the latest piece of news and the media needs something, they invent the drama, they invent the news, they invent the headlines. Uh, this one, what am I, what side am I on? I don't know. Oh, I'm on Dexerto. Of course I am. GTA 6 fans uncover possible trailer date hint hidden in Rockstar's announcement. No. They didn't maybe, it wasn't hidden. It's simply a translation into the culturally appropriate language usage. It's not a sneak. It's not, it's, it's not like a nugget. It's not a diamond in the rough. But this is what they had to roll with. Uh, on November 8th, Rockstar Games shocked the gaming world by confirming reports that the first trailer of the next Grand Theft Auto would be dropping in, quote, early December, unquote. And fans have been eagerly awaiting further update. Although Rockstar has gone radio silent, only updating their website in preparation for the trailer while GTA 5's Michael and Franklin voice actors tease their return to the series, fans have been combing through any possible clues left behind. Nobody, guys, it'll drop when it drops. We're like two weeks. Relax. It'll show up. It's okay. The, the trailer the trailer is not going to change the game the trailer is not going to give you the game the game's not it's a trailer it's okay everybody take a deep breath namaste anyways we don't have a date i still think it could drop at game award 2023 we'll see what happens but in the meantime let's talk about game awards 2023 I think that's a great idea. Here's why. At the Game Awards, they announce the Game of the Year. Now, every award show has a Game of the Year. But Game Awards is kind of the big one uh, that people are looking forward to. Or one of them, I should say. And they announced their Game of the Year nominees. I'm going to run through this list. And it is going to amaze and disappoint you. I don't know. You tell me. Ready? Alan Wake 2, by the way, these are in uh, um, uh, alphabetical order. It's not anything else. It's just alphabetical order by title. So don't read anything into it that isn't there. Your nominees, there are six. Your nominees for Game of the Year. Alan Wake 2, Baldur's Gate 3, Marvel's Spider-Man 2, Resident Evil 4, Super Mario Bros. Wonder, in the Legend of Zelda Tears of the Kingdom. I don't know about you, but that's that list seems incomplete. You know what I mean? I'm not saying that these games aren't deserving. I feel like there just should be more of them. I feel like despite Starfield's loading screen simulator, Starfield should have been on that list. It's a new IP title. It is visually stunning. The storyline is great. The gameplay is fun. Is it a winner? Is it is it the guaranteed winner? I thought it might be. Maybe not. Probably not. I think, you know, but it should be a contender for it. 
Uh, the only one I put time into is Baldur's Gate 3. Right. Baldur's Gate 3, I think, is a clear front runner for this. Uh, as was just said in chat, I think Baldur's Gate 3 is definitely the favorite, but I don't know if it's the winner. Uh, Tears of the Kingdom, great game. Great continuation of the title. Tears of the Kingdom, solid contender. Um, Resident Evil 4, I get why it's on the list. I don't see it winning. If it does win, I think that's a huge error. Um, but I think it deserves to be there like Starfield deserves to be there. Um, Spider-Man two, again, great game. I think it's a contender for, for winning, uh, and Alan Wake two huge. I mean, it was really, really well received when, when it came out. Um, so I see that being another thing as well, but whatever, I I think that there's others. Uh, let's see game. I I know I want to, I want to search this while we're live here. Game of the year uh titles let's see we don't want that one no we don't want that one no we don't want that see now all everybody is talking about is what the actual nominees are um gosh dang it um game of the year contenders maybe no i don't want the i know the nominees Oh, here we go. Okay. So which games do you predict will be game of the year 2023 nominees? Uh, Baldur's Gate 3, of course. Uh, oh, yeah, that was the other one. Uh, was Hogwarts. Hogwarts Legacy. What happened to that? How did that make not make game of the year nominee? Again, is it you know a guaranteed winner? No. But is it a should it have been a contender? Yes. I think that I think that title is missing as well. Um, Spider-Man 2, of course, we know that. Blah, 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 blah. No, we don't care about that. Uh, Final Fantasy 16. You know, where's that one? Um, God, this is funny. Everybody is, it, this is all just Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate 3, Baldur's Gate. Everybody is talking about Baldur's Gate 3. And Tears of the Kingdom. Yeah. So I, I think Hogwarts needed to be there. I think, I think Starfield needed to be there. Uh, I think Final Fantasy needed to be there. Um, this seems like good, interesting, high quality titles have been kind of shafted from this. And I think it sucks. Um, I'd love to know what you guys think. I mean, so many of you play games that I don't play. So many of you watch studios that I don't watch. Uh, I try to keep on top of all of this stuff, but you guys are really like deeper into some of these titles and some of these tactics uh, for how these games are are developed. Um, So I'd love to hear from you about that. But yeah, just kind of a, a disappointment. I was kind of, I looked at the list and I was like, really? I don't think that's right. I think I think there are other studios that deserve recognition. I think there are other titles that deserve recognition. The other thing is there are some titles that launched that are very buggy and they're still on the list. And I think that needs to stop happening. I think we need to stop focusing just on was it pretty? Or did we like the story? And I think they need to focus on, did the game work the day it was played? When it hit consoles, when it hit, you know, download, when it hit Steam, was it really playable? Was it really enjoyable? Or was it a, oh, hey, we've got a patch coming out soon. We we promise we're going to fix that. It's coming. But, you know, we, we, we would just wanted to get this out into the world. I think that we as gamers and the industry as a whole, we need to stop rewarding studios 
for making incomplete stuff. I know that's not a popular opinion, but the bottom line is if the studios release unfinished product and still get a hundred million dollars in revenue and still get game of the year nominations, what incentive do they have to give us a proper product? None. We're just like, Oh, give us games. And it's like, okay, but they're going to keep making these crap and they are crap in some cases. I mean, they release unplayable guard. Redfall should have never seen the light of day for a year. Redfall, but they were like, Hey, let's get a game out. People will buy it. People will play it. Yay. And they released it. We got to stop indulging that garbage. <laughs> Rooster asked in chat, where's the 20 year old titles that are still the most played games of 2023? Those aren't the, see, this one was done correctly. This one only talks about games from this year. Good job, stupid PC gamer. Anyways, so that's all we've got for this week, everybody. Um, it was good to be back. And again, I want to thank everybody who has recently subbed to this YouTube channel. Thank you so much for doing that. We are on the road to a YouTube partner. Uh, I want to thank everybody who has liked, commented, and shared on the videos that have been released lately. I've got a new one coming out maybe in the next 48 hours if I can get my life back because um had a bit of a, a challenge here at work. I've got an employee who is suffering a severe medical problem. So I'm going to be doing part of their job for the next two to four weeks and we'll see how that goes. Um, but I've got a lot of content coming. And like I said, the brand new merch items have launched. They are live. Go to shop.papajuggernaut.com. You will be able to check out all of the merch products, which includes the new stuff and the stuff from day one of launch. Uh, so you can check all that stuff out. And right now there is a Black Friday sale going on. All you have to do, and it goes through November 30th, by the way. Um, that sale goes all the way through November 30. You get 10% off your entire order. It's not just some products. 10% off your entire order is available right now. Just put in BFPJ10 and you will get 10% off. So just shop.papajuggernaut.com. The merch is yours. Anyways, go have yourself a good morning, a good day, a good night, and I will see you right back here next Friday. See ya.